Hi everyone, it's Andy here. I'm really excited to introduce our next guest for this segment. He's a journalist who started the BBC CEO Secrets series, and his most recent book, also called CEO Secrets, draws on insights, tips and advice from interviews with the world's top business leaders, from startup founders to household names like Sir James Dyson and Stephen Bartlett. This is Six Minutes with Dougal Shaw. Hi Dougal, welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. Nice to be here. Great stuff. So let's kick off. You've interviewed some of the top minds in business. What have you learned about how they ultimately found the right work for them? In the book, I divide it into two different types of people because in the series, we've had more than 350 guests now since 2015. And what I found it useful to divide it into is founders who found their own company and become CEO that way and what I call corporate climbers. Corporate climbers wouldn't necessarily have the idea and the initial motivation to start a brand new venture or startup, but they can kind of ambitiously work their way up a big company to become CEO that way. I think both of them are really different kinds of creatures and become different kinds of leaders. And I found over time, over seven years making this series, that they have quite different personalities. And um, obviously, this isn't scientific. It's just a kind of rule of thumb. The founders are a bit more outgoing. They're like almost like a younger sibling, really quite sort of chatty, pushy, risk-taking. And the the person who climbs up to the top of a company slowly is a bit more like a more sober kind of elder sibling, a bit more reserved and analytical in their approach to things. And through some of the interviews, it was clear that self-awareness and finding a mission to go after were really important ingredients for many of those CEOs. So how can people get better at those two things? A piece of advice that everybody gives is you've got to do something you're passionate about. And, you know, they say that for a reason. It's true. You have to be passionate. And the reason is whether you're climbing up a company or you're starting your own business, you're going to face setbacks all the time. And something that entrepreneurs and CEOs kept telling me on the series is you need to build up resilience. You have to have it in bucket loads because you're going to get rejections 90% of the time. And the way you get around that is you have strong networks around you. So if you work in a big company, you know, it can be quite a lonely place, but you need to find people who will support you. And one person, Shelley Archambault from um, Metric Stream, said you need to find a personal cheerleader, which I thought was quite a good phrase. But a lot of entrepreneurs as well, strangely, have little kind of mantras and phrases that they say to themselves again and again, I found to give them that inner strength and conviction to succeed. Just to give you a few examples, there's Michael Coburn from Desana, which is a, a property tech firm up in Edinburgh that's do the, doing really well. And he said when he has these big decisions to make, what he does is he imagines himself on his deathbed as a, a 90-year-old, he says, and that kind of gives him that push to make the decisions he wants to make, but he doesn't always have the courage. Or we have another another guy on the show called Bavin Drakia who's kind of serial entrepreneur from India. His dad would keep repeating to him and his brother the same phrase when he was from a young, young age, which was, you can do anything you put your mind to as long as it doesn't break the fundamental laws of physics. And he said he got sick of his dad saying this to him again and again and again. But it kind of, he says, now, actually, I put a lot of my success down to it because it's so kind of deep in my brain. Dougal, it's Arjun here. So lots of our listeners right now are obviously navigating through this period of uncertainty, particularly around their career, given global pressures. What did you learn about uncertainty from your CEOs and leaders? So there's a lot of people I've met who are the, the founders who've started companies. And a lot of them recently, they've come from side hustles. Something that comes up quite a lot is 
most of them say, I wish I jumped ship a bit earlier. So you have this funny period where you're doing your main job, your steady job for your, your regular salary, but you're trying to follow your dream with this side hustle project you've got going. Most of them said they wish they'd committed a bit earlier to the side hustle because because you basically you have to be all in to make it work. If you're just kind of doing it half-hearted, it doesn't quite work out. Leanne Cahill, who's CEO of Bravissimo, she said, looking back at her career, there was a lot of jobs she picked where it looked good on the CV. The job title was good. It was a big company. Uh, she was kind of doing it with the CV in mind. But then she looks back on it from being a CEO now and says, actually, the, what, those weren't the best jobs for me. The best jobs are the ones where you're actually, your, your mind and heart are committed to what that business does. And it's, it's only when you're doing something that you're actually engaged in, uh, it brings the best out in you. One other thing that's come up quite a few times is, and I think this is quite quite encouraging for a lot of your listeners, you might feel that the job you're doing right now isn't where you want, want to be. And sometimes I see this in shops. You, see, you, know, you go in and someone's serving you and they haven't got a smile on their face, the heart's not in it. But lots of CEOs, for example, Stephen Bartlett told me this, have found that you build the skills you need from what you might consider kind of lowly jobs that aren't the ones you want yet. So he told me that working in a call center taught him fundamental skills about how you sell and how you persuade people, which he still uses as a CEO in, in international boardrooms. So when you go into work, even if it's not the job where you want to be, you've got to think this is this is the lab where I'm learning the skills on the job that are going to set me in good stead later on. It's been so great to chat, Dougal. And uh, as we wrap up, given your own career journey and your time with these CEOs, what do you think most people are actually missing when trying to find the right work? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I do meet a lot of people who've made decisions early on in life because you're making often the fundamental career decision when you say leave university or leave school. So you're quite young. And I've definitely met a lot of people who are influenced at that age by parental expectations. And they've often gone for the career which sounds like it's what they should be doing because it's financially stable and, you know, from a society point of view, it looks quite good. But a lot of those people later on, their late 20s, 30s, they have a moment where they kind of think, actually, this is what other people wanted of me. And in this day and age now, the last 10 years, it's become so easy to start your own business because of social media. You can you can market your product, you can sell your product, you can do payments so easily. So I see a lot of people who want to make the switch. And, you know, you can do it at any age. So whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50 plus, it's never too late to start a business or to make that change. And increasingly, people are doing that. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dougal. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on.